One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Going and board us well through it. I'm starving. Welcome to this episode of Flats and Shanks podcast. Back in our home ground, Moto Services. Just met a couple of lovely guys, actually, didn't we? I can't say that. Think about how you think about what you just said. Back at the services, met a couple of lovely guys in Costa. Yep. Um, could actually enjoy my coffee though, because kept talking. They accosted us. Yeah. Um, wanted to sit back, relax, have a little chat with you about what we're going to talk about, but, I mean, they're lovely chaps, but I just kind of enjoy my coffee. Yeah, and we, we spoke a bit about, it's in Bristol, the fella, when he one of them, and he, um... In a high-vis, uh, really dirty shoes, looked like he'd been walking really? around, yeah, outside. Oh, God. Yeah. But he, uh, turns out, I've had a selfie with his son before, what, what a great guy, and, um... Said you were best mates? Yeah, best mates, and, um... He mentioned uh, Semi Rendrandra's car, which I, of course, know about because I know about cars. And I've been to Ashton Gate when he's driven in in his, um, I don't want to give too much away, but a fully blacked out Mustang. Why not? What a lad. Hopefully, Charles Pietau's number plate. Hopefully it's got a baby seat in it just to give it. Obviously, yeah. Lose <laughs> a little bit of credibility. Yeah, exactly. And that, and um, Nathan Hughes. Big rangey SVR. Like these boys don't muck about with the cars. Mind you, if you're getting that, if you're getting those big numbers, mate, and you like cars, get amongst it. It's nice though. Like I was enjoying your little chat with one of the guys about second homes in Salcombe and stuff. Because yeah. you know I don't get chats like that in in Wales. So it's, it's nice to see how the other half live across the bridge. Your top half, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's you know it. Thing is, mate, it's it's one of those things that people like to. Um, People like to hold that sort of thing against a guy. Um, you know, it's all right for you type of conversations. But the reality is, you you know, if you invest your money wisely, um, you can be... Um, Buy low, sell high. That's basically what you're trying to say, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, basically got it really, really, really cheap years ago. That's what I'm trying to say. I could probably wouldn't and couldn't do it now, but it's not now. It was then. Flats, I couldn't sleep last night. Started to watch the PGA golf. Rory won. Did he? Yeah. First oh, time in a couple of years. Ah, oh, great. Real difficult final hole as well. He was two shots up and he puts one ball very close to the water. Doesn't really have a lie to hit out. Ends up dropping 
Um, a wonderful shot in with an eight iron. Two putts for a bogey. Wins by one shot. Brilliant. Uh, that oh, inspired okay. me because I couldn't sleep. At um, 1.04 a.m., I bought a new driver online. Uh, of course you did. Yeah. Of course you did. Yeah. What'd you get? Um, what do you reckon I got? Um, you probably, knowing you, you probably got one of those Sim 2 Maxes. <laughs> they're, like, they're the ones everyone's talking about, aren't they? <laughs> they are. Carbon They ones. are. I ordered two by accident. Had to cancel one. Ordered the wrong shaft. Excuse me? Yeah. Either regular, stiff, or extra stiff. Oh, God. Really? Is that, yep. how, is that how they come? Yep. Yep. So <laughs> if, you're, if you're someone like Bubs, you're an older man, you go regular shaft. It's got a bit more whip and action. You know, so you don't have to swing the club as fast, but yeah, because yeah he hasn't got the range or the power, has he now? Neither, yeah. neither. Um, but yeah, ordered it, so can't wait for that. What shaft have you ordered? Um, it's called a Kura Cage Mitsubishi. Is shaft. it extra stiff though? No, it's stiff. Stiff is it? Stiff, yeah. stiff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. My swing speed isn't quite extra stiff yet. Okay, but I'm um, working on that. I was, um, I was uh, socially distanced. We still have to say that. Just in case, mate. I was socially distanced at um, working the other day. We were working very hard at Mike Tyndall's house. And um, I don't reveal too much about him because, you know, he's royal and private information. But he's got a golf simulator at his house. Oh. Mate. And he's got... Do you ever go? Uh, I did, yeah. I, I missed it and then hit it. And um, didn't get very far. But he did a... We couldn't leave the room till he'd driven 300 yards. And he managed it. And he's also got a beer fridge in there. Carry 300 yards or drove it 300 yards? It By the time it stopped rolling, it was 300 oh yards. Oh, my God. I thought it'd be bigger than that. Really? Yeah. Oh, he struggled to get 300, let me tell you that. Really? Yeah, he's battled. He's about his 10th go, and I was like, mate, I've actually got to go. I, I should take him for a couple of sessions then, because that's right. my distance, mate. I said Shanko always wins the long drive, longest drive competition. Mm. Um, And he said you play off six or eight, is that right? Yeah, well... Yeah, right in between seven. He kn- yeah, he knows all about you. You see, he's obviously very competitive with you. He thinks you. What does he play off? I think he's got a better handicap than that, isn't he? He might be five. He might be four. He said he's been excuse the pun shafted by the new um, handicap algorithm or something. Yes, it is, and that all that is all dependent on the course and how t- how tough the course is. So if you take a handicap off a tougher course, yeah. Um. And someone else takes a handicap off an easier course, then it's not exactly the same, is it? Because if it's a harder yeah. course, you're probably going to be better. So yeah, yeah, there's a new algorithm. I don't. Well, that's quite good know then. That's a good algorithm then. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. It is good. So all the courses are rated on a difficulty level. Basically. Do you go? Is it like right? You book a slot with a a pro, and you say right, we are setting my handicap today, or do no. you just like log on and make it up yourself? You could put some people in. do that. Yeah, some people I know a mate, close mate, play golf with most days. That just kept his score on his watch, he reckons, then filled the cards in at home and then got me to sign him. So, <laughs> well done. Um, <laughs> so, but others, oh, like myself, bus. just mark a card on the way round, mostly in comps. So if you, but if, you, if you have a crap round, you just don't submit that? Uh, you you don't to. have to. You don't have, in comps, you have to, because it's a competition, so you have to hand in your card. Um, but you can hand in cards at any time you want. You can... Oh, I had a good round but on bas- Basically, what you want, though, is a good average of your handicap. So if you just hand in the best cards, you're going to get a low handicap, but then you're not going to win anything because it's not reflective of your actual golf. <gasps> Whilst if you hand in... Yes. Um, oh, the name's complete. Sean Perry, the scrum yeah. half. Yeah. 
I heard a rumour once, and Pez, if you listen to this, or if someone tells you to listen to it and you hear this, feel free to send me a text and tell me it's wrong. But I heard that Pez once won in La Manga or somewhere a big golf competition. The prize was a luxury SUV for a year from a certain car brand. And um, I heard that he won it and he banded it. Like he said, his, his handicap was way higher than it was. Banded it and won it. That's a problem you get, though. So if you win prizes, you've actually got to show proper handicap. So there's been loads of people like that. A guy called Jeremy Pugh, play hooker. Pusey. Um He was playing off 16. Um, he had like these reef sandals with golf grips on the bottom. They were absolutely <laughs> terrible, warm with socks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think he said he was off 16 and then... He'd won it and someone rung his club and uh, he was actually off something like 10. So uh, loads of boys do it. Most of the rugby boys, their handicap will be 16 to 18. It'd just be something they've made up, something they think is about right. Yeah. You know, there's been... Um, Gomesal yeah. won it one day. And the he Bandit. Had, he had an unbelievable round. He played with uh, a few of my mates and they said he was just on fire. But he had so many points it was like high 40s on points on Stableford and they said that's just not possible mate after three days on the piss yeah. you, you can't be scoring that he was banned was he? yeah so basically you've got to come in about low 30s El on Stableford regularly He's a great and, and he might win yeah. I won't have a word said against him um, anyway that's great enough word. that's enough about golf noise Laurie yeah, Cantwell will yeah. have that um, ask, uh, why don't you ask me um, what have you bought have you bought anything recently bought anything yeah. Oh. Um, Do you still buy it? Was everything for free still? <laughs> no, I oh. bought. What have I bought? Um, oh, I. I mean, this is. I'm save. Been saving this for you. Good. Right. One so those, I'm wearing a pair dolls, of jeans. Right. Oh. I used to have used to wear 40 inch jeans. Then I went to 38, and now I'm on a 36. But I put a couple of kilos back on. So my mate Hazy at so fit in Bath weighed me this morning and said, "Sort your life out. Get on the rower." So I had to do a 10k row this morning. Oh. Um, so 10Ks on the row. How the forearms? Um, yeah, not quite. Lower back, not quite. But it, it's good for me because I've put on a couple of kilos again. I'm going back up to 122. I was down to 119. I need to get to 115, really, because that's where I'm happiest, um, apparently, or I will be. Um, so I let myself go for a bit, but that's all right. Wedding weight? But I get, yeah, but I get this. Um, I get this these 36-inch jeans, which is great. I can wear 36s, but I have to get them tailored because... Um, I've basically got a really big waist, short legs, and my legs are really wide. So Brian jeans is really hard, right? Yeah, not the only one though, are you? No. So then you sent me a link, a link from Instagram that's like Olympus fit stretchy jeans for like weightlifters or something, and I was like, "We're back with somersault." I was them. like, "Yeah," I was like, "Ha ha, lol, lol, lol." Ordered some yesterday. <laughs> they haven't come yet. I've ordered them. Are you ordered like the the black and white checkered ones? No, <laughs> no, but it is genuinely. It is genuinely difficult. Sometimes I have to take a pair of jeans back for two or three fittings yeah. to get them because it's just like a just really awkward shape. And I got quite a few mates um, about your dap. Maybe not as, as muscly or as big, but the issue you got then, mate, is that tapered jeans are in, okay? Yeah. Bell bottoms are out. Yeah. Um, but if you've got a 36 inch leg, uh, waist, and you've got like a, a 28 inch leg, 32. then if you get them taken up they're still going to be a bit flary aren't they problem is yeah if you got yeah so you you get them taken up a bit and just you're then you're then where your cut. ankles are is where the calf's meant to be yep so it's a straight cut so it's uh, you're constantly having them adjusted but the problem is if they're too tapered for me because i was born with them i've just got freak calves i actually yeah. can't get jeans over my calves do you know the like, best thing you can over. do you know when you know 
you know, every year you go away on your own just to sort of detox, is what you say, to Thailand. Yeah. Get a tailor there to do them. Yeah, maybe. You know, there's loads of denim there. You can get suits. Well, I've ordered those Olympus Fit hyper stretches now. Oh, I'm looking forward to them. <laughs> you can do uh, like your parkour in them. <laughs> I know. I know. I want to see a video of you squatting in them. Just doing lunges around the place. Yeah. I know. So it's difficult. It's a challenge. It's always a challenge. But mm. God made me this way. Yeah. So um, anyway, it's just a, that's just a way of telling you that I've done a 10 Loving the Lord is wrong. Don't want to be right. Don't want to be right. Um, what else have I bought? Um, no, nothing Nothing interesting, actually. Um, I'll tell you what I did buy. I bought some meat. Mm. Um, I don't buy all of my meat, but I do still buy a lot of meat. I went on a field of flour yesterday night again, bored, couldn't sleep, and they've got black label on there. Yep. Ordered a couple of tomahawk pork steaks. Oh, yep. nice to see you, mate. Oh, yeah. Right, um, I ordered a herb stuffed rolled chicken. Mate, that's the best thing you're about. Some oh. monkfish and chorizo. Yep. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, big next couple of weeks for me, eating healthy. Yeah, been so appalling got last a bit, got a bit month. Loose of you. Uh, little boy's been ill with tonsillitis. Been up in the night, and uh, you just want comfort food. Thing is, it's like it's like being cocked over by it's like being cocked over by a heating company, having a kid that's ill. It's the most agonising thing you can imagine, but no one cares. No one does. Um, no one cares. Do you remember my treat for my birthday? What did I say was the treat I had for my birthday? Um, was it six weeks away on your own? Yeah, <laughs> that would be nice. Six weeks in Dubai. No, what remember, was it? remember I had five guys? Oh, yeah. And a burger. Had that yesterday. It's delicious. Was it? Yeah. And I ordered double patty. Oh, you fuck which chicken. actually made it real difficult. But I didn't have chips, so I'm not an animal. Apparently, the five guys cheesy chips, or something like that, are 1,600 calories a portion. Oh, I bet they are. So, you, if you're trying to like reduce fat, you're probably looking at 2,000 calories a day, mate. I didn't eat, yeah, no, probably a little bit more than 2,000. I reckon about. Two and a half, and I lose weight because I train a lot. I train hard. I go to yeah. the well. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch SES Who Dares Wins last night? No, I didn't. Fella, right. I'll tell you why. Go on, quickly. Then. Sick kid. I was. No, he's all right now. He's, he's a lot That's better. Tough, yeah. I was watching. No, the mayor of Eastwood or Eastbrook. Good in it. Very good. How good is Kate Winslet oh, as an her. actress? I love her. Is it an actress or actor? I don't know. Does it matter? Just say actor. Okay, actor. She is brilliant. Yep. Loving it at the moment. She's fantastic. Mm. Anyway, she that's the reason why I didn't watch it, but it's recorded. She is fantastic, yeah. Mm. Um, basically, I'm not going to ruin it for you. No, no I, don't, I don't want to say it now, but there are basically two There are two people. You know, when you start watching it straight away, here are the recruits. Yeah. I was sitting there and I was like, bang, I tell you, bang. They won't make it. Bang. They will not make it past day one. That one and that one will not make it past day one. Yeah. And I was told, I said, why not? I was like, why not, my girlfriend? I said, I'll tell you now, if you spend that much time, and I, I if you spend that much time looking, thinking about your appearance, yeah, I understand that appearance is more important and less important to some than others, and that is absolutely fine. So it's not a criticism if people spend that much time looking at their appearance, but the, the, if you're going to get somewhere on this course... That needs to be secondary. Like yeah. That needs to be behind grit and just getting through it. You have spent way too much time thinking about what you're going to look like on telly. It's a bloody school run, not Milan. Yeah, so I was like, so I was like, they're not going to make it. And bang, bang, day one, out. Exercise one, out. Okay. 
Okay. Um, and I was right. I was bloody right. Any nude shots, male or female? Because you know, I know they, you get that sometimes when they take all their clothes rubbish. off. They had one changing shot and you did, I was like, I paused it mm. and nothing. I mean, there's was, there was like a couple of little, nothing really. I was like gutted. That's Is the there anyone thing. on the course that trains really hard in CrossFit? Um, not yet. That was my favourite. One of my favourite episodes. I thought about as soon as Ant Middleton said, God, I thought about that. <laughs> A, remember a couple yeah. of years ago, there was a lady and she's gone about how she trains really hard at CrossFit, Quite really wants to push herself. Yeah. And Al Middleton just wrecks her. Is this a British one they're doing now or is it an Australian one or what? No, it's British. Okay. Apparently it's the last one that Al Middleton's in, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, I'm sort of, I'm not surprised he's gone because he's quite an uh, outspoken figure. Mm. Maybe he's gone of his own volition. I don't I don't know why, but whatever. I'm, I'm, I don't know if Channel 4 He's is probably the David Flatman of the military world, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Or you're the Ant Middleton of Obnoxious. the uh, rugby world. Obnoxious COVID denier. <laughs> yeah, that's what. I mean, I, would I say that to his face? Yes, as long as it was on Zoom. Two jab David. Well done. You've had them both. Two blooming jabs. Yeah. Which I one know. did you have? AstraZeneca. Mm, AZ. I'm on the AZ train. Did you get any symptoms nope. after? No. Nope. I had a headache for one day. That was it. Did you? Yeah, like, a, like I've been on the white wine. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you wake up and you're a bit like, oh. Uh, yeah, I read you. Mm. No, I'm all right. I'm immortal now. Can't get anything. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, so, fella, I hmm. uh, don't know if you noticed, uh, but Gat has announced the line squad and everyone has spoken about this for 12 hours each. Okay, okay so... We we probably don't need to keep um, our beloved listeners for the next hour talking about the lines, but there are a few key points. There are a lot of questions have come in, so we'll answer some of those. And there are a few key points. Uh, the first two words I'm going to say to you are Bundy and Aki. I'm going to say 
a few words. String out a little bit longer um, when you're announcing the squad, why don't you? Oh, mate. Mate. I know. Imagine all... Well, not imagine all, Every single person watching that. Fan, family, player. You just... All you're thinking is get on with it. Get on with it. Yeah. Get on with it. Yeah. Get on with it. I just... I was doing something with Jim Goodian and Steve Ferris, so we were just chatting through potential um, selections. But yeah, Bundyaki, mate. Did not see that coming. Did no see that coming. I didn't actually see Elliot Daly either um, involved, but I can see why now, um, if that makes sense. Because we'll make it make sense. You lose someone like George North, who can play centre and wing. There's not many other players in the world that can play centre and wing competently. Yeah. There's a lot that play wing of 15, but for those two. So to have an all-rounder like Daly um, that can cover all positions, and he is a quality player, he just had a poor Six Nations for him, I think. Um, you, yeah. w- you watch, I know it's four years ago, but class is permanent. His footwork for the Sean O'Brien try. It's lovely, isn't it? Mate, that little in and out. It's beautiful. But he can feature anywhere. So versatility is absolutely key in life. Okay. But yeah, Bundyaki didn't see it. Didn't see it at all. Um when you think of Henshaw and Ringrose with a incumbent partnership in Ireland. Um yeah. but I, I just think if they couldn't take Manu to Alang, if they, they needed some sort of bulldozer in the centre and to lose George North, they need someone that can just give them pretty much guaranteed front foot he's the only one there but what about picking Manu and then if he doesn't make it bring Bundyaki yeah maybe but one's fit the other isn't I think that's what yeah. what counted against Josh Navidi as well potentially yeah. of going you know he's not fit at the moment um, yeah. others are but I think with the forwards Flash, I don't know if, whether you agree there was a, you know Carl Sinclair's out um, a lot of players weren't selected underhill players like that but the quality they're being replaced with is still unbelievable yeah um i just think we look pretty strong in the forwards like uh, there's a few in there conan i didn't see initially of of being selected i think we all hoped as rugby fans sam simmons would be i actually had conan in my squad did you yeah oh well done cheers uh johnny hill uh, possibly another didn't see that coming, but no. and I let's, a lot of people disagree with that. But I, no, I, I think Johnny Hill's great. Mm. James Ryan, not slip. So, but quality for quality. But I just think we look slightly weaker in the backs. Yep. Um, I'm glad you got the Finn Russell, um, Dan Bigger combination or Owen Farrell because I think if you went down the lines of Owen Farrell, Dan Bigger, Johnny Sexton, all pretty similar, aren't they? in the way they attack. Uh, Sexton, not that durable. You know, it's not just about getting yourself ready for tests. you you actually got to play in the week as well. And Hasn't played three consecutive games since 2018. Good stat. Thank you. Um, but Finn Russell gives you that point of difference, I think, which is good as well. I heard it was Finn Russell guaranteed and then it was either or with Bigger or Sexton. I don't know. I think Bigger's probably going in as number one. Um, scrum halves as well. No, I think I think, I think think Bigger is... I agree he would be, but I think we'd... It was like, right, our number one is either... Finn Russell's our guaranteed backup. Okay. Our yeah. number one is either going to be bigger or sexy. Because you've got to have yeah. a difference in, yeah. in the start of 10. Yeah. Um, Gath Davis, 
Um, I thought maybe Thomas Williams might have got the nod. Gareth Davis in my ahead, squad. But Gareth Davis, I Ali like Price. It. And Conor Murray was pretty much definite. So I many think. nines that could go on that trip, fella. There's yeah. loads of nines. Like, I was at the Stoop yesterday and watched Quinns against Wasp. Oh, my God. Even Danny Kerr, we interviewed him after the game. And he said, how has Dan Robson not got man of the match? He was unbelievable today. He's like, I was awful. He was unbelievable. Let's get into a bit of this now. Then we've touched on Alliance. Probably don't need to go any further. Get behind them. Um, it's going to be Lions. a wonderful tour. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Well, I think it'd be wonderful for us watching on telly. I think it might not be the funnest tour to be a player because you can't go and do anything. Anyway. Don't know, mate. Like, you're still a Lions tour. You're still part of oh, history. Oh, God, yeah. I just you, won't you're be still as, a Lion. Won't be quite the crack, you know. <coughs> Excuse um, me. Um, so, yeah, yesterday... Uh, brilliant game. Love watching it. Oh. Um, Quinns lose. Mike Brown. Have to. We have to speak about that. Yep. Is that going to be the last time he plays for Quinns? Um, yeah. I think. Yeah, probably. Um, do you know? What? I think he knows exactly what he's doing there. Um, oh, I disagree. No, th- that's a stamp down, mate. That's not even like trying to step backwards. Oh yeah, but I mean, I I think if he. Stamps on a shoulder or an arm, that's petulant and stupid. I think I don't think he's aiming for a head. Well, shoulder or arm, mate. Shoulders near the head. There's okay, be... but I mean, he's not he's not aiming for a head is what I mean. Don't know, mate. I don't know. He's aimed to stamp and he knows exactly where the head is. He knows where the player is. He knows that's the top end. Um, can't condone that. I, don't, I know you can't either, but I think you take a risk of trying to stamp on someone's shoulder. Yes, yeah, petulant, but the head is so close to... The area yeah. that he might be trying to stamp on. I think, so. I think he's. I think he's being petulant. And bear in mind, I know he's Mr. Angry. His disciplinary record is unbelievably good. So I think that's not someone who traditionally actually cheap shots people. I think mm. that's. Yeah. He's, I mean, it just doesn't. Um, yeah. He's hardly ever been uh, sent off. So the disciplinary record is amazing. So he's played those many, that many games. Can't but take that into account. I don't think. Though. No, no, you can't. But what I mean is, he doesn't have a history of doing stupid stuff like that and cheap shotting people. He is angry, but he's not a cheap shot. So I, I think he's being petulant. And unfortunately for everyone involved, he actually stamps on his head. Ted so Bundy didn't have a history of murdering people <laughs> when he was growing up. Let's <laughs> <laughs> let him out. Uh, but what game though, boy. Oh my God. Marcus yeah. Smith. Mm. Oh my days. When Sale played on Friday night and beat Leicester, I got about, I say late. How intense was that game? I got back. It was so aggressive. Fafta yeah. was so aggressive. Like, all of it, though. Yeah. The whole of it. It was great. And shot after shot after shot. Yeah, it was mega. And those South African boys that play for both sides, oh, mate, they're yeah. just big old. Like, I remember Steve Diamond, I think, I'm going to be misquoting him say, say here. So you get a couple of South African lads in and you just get a consistent level of performance. They just thump people every week. And you get those, those Dupree boys in Cobra's Visa, Manja and Jasper Visa. Mate, they're yeah. just mutes. Like, they do. They just mute people. And. And but I got a load of sale fans after the game, a load, about eight or six or four, saying, Bet you still don't pick AJ McGinty in your team of the week, but you still don't pick your team of the week. You hate sale. I don't hate sale, mate. He was in the team until I got to the stoop. And mm. if anyone thinks Marcus Smith isn't the best fly off in the Prem this weekend, they are fully insane. Do you think Eddie now is gonna select him yep. for England? You can't you can't not. It well, you can't Sam not. Simmons. I know, but but he had Billy. Who's he got? I mean, George Ford, I think, actually, I still think starts. But I think Marcus Smith, as the other fly half in the England mm. squad this summer, I think you, there's, they, you can't not. There's, there is no way. I think Carol's previously, there. like I think Eddie Jones has been good in blood and new players and not bringing them in straight away. You look at like the Atojis, the Currys, the Underhills, 
Um, I think he's he's taken his time with them to make them comfortable. I think um, similar to Wayne Pivak with Lewis Rizamet, you know, just didn't chuck him in straight away. Knew that he's going to feature and be one of the superstars of Wales, but gave him a little bit of time and gradually brought him in. Um, but with Marcus Smith, mate, he just looks like something on the shelf that is ready to eat. Yeah, <laughs> you don't even have to heat it up. Yeah, he is. Oh, man, he's good. Like him yeah. and Robson yesterday. Yeah. Oh, my days. Robson is so good because there there aren't many teams, and we've said this a few times on the podcast, where they use nine as a playmaker. Often a nine mm-hmm. is just delivering it off the back and then, you know, your 10 is the playmaker, decision maker, but they run so many plays off nine. So Robson comes around because he's so sharp and so, f- uh, and so fast. He gets around and gets on the outside and then, you know, he picks the passes out. Um, but how well did Quinns finish? Loads of good stuff about that game. You know, you just, you thought Wasp were easily going to have enough, especially down to um, forty men against Quinns. Yeah. You know, I thought they were going to run away with it, yeah. but they didn't. Quinns were really oh. good over the ball. Just little things like Marcus Smith put Dombrand through the middle, running out of their own twenty-two. You know, there's no way that should happen. No look pass. No look Man pass. Down. Man <laughs> down. Um, I mean, defence was optional for both teams. I mean, there's no, there's very, very little defence. Actually, Malachi Fekatoa put a few good shots on, to be fair. He played really well, but it just it, neither team defended well at all. It all came just, from Will, Wo- uh, Will Rowlands. Just, he looked like he was absolutely knackered and couldn't roll out the way. It was such, yeah. a, such a clear penalty. I mentioned this on um, comms on the weekend. Tackle technique is so important now, you know, because of penalties of not rolling away. Mm. Like you know, if, if you've got a big player running at you and you want to soak him up and fall backwards with him, chances are that's going to be a penalty because you're not going to be able to get out of the way. So tackle technique is so important. You know, you tackle low, you can move out of the way quickly. If you tackle high and it's a soak up tackle, high and passive, yeah, yeah. you're going to you're going to get taken back. You're going to be on the wrong side, and it's easy. And players do it all the time now. It's easy to trap players in, yep. pretending to try and push the ball back, but you're pushing it into a player. Yeah. Um, but what? Another game we saw was um, Gloucester versus Northampton. Northampton. The first time I've seen the variation on the move where Atkinson puts it back inside. Yeah. Normally that move is Atkinson putting it behind the 13 to yep. the 10. And then the 10 puts it back inside. But I think it's Ludlow just moves out the way slightly. Um, who is it? Cordero? Carreras. No, Carreras, sorry. Yep. It's just hiding behind Ludlow. Yeah. Is it Ludlow or Ludlum? It's, that's a Well the Gloucester one is Ludlow. Ludlow, yeah. Yeah. And Ludlow just moves moves out. Um Carreras comes in. It's a quality move. Yeah. Because the the pass to Lewis Ree Samet is good but not amazing. Nope. He has to it checks him and then See how he holds his left arm just to ride the tackle. Lewis Lewis Ree Samet catches the ball but his, his left arm stays low then. Yeah. Just to try and brace himself for a covered tackle that's come across. But they don't get there because nope. he's too quick. He's too quick, but he's, he's too powerful. So, he's so fast. It's hilarious. Yeah. I reckon Ben Stevenson at Newcastle might be as quick. Really? Yeah, or Adam Radwan. I think they might be as quick. Radwan. He is. Wagwan. He is. Mm. That, that game's at Gloucester just... Gloucester took Saints apart, really, and Saints' set-piece has been really, really good mm. for a while now, and it just absolutely fell apart. You lose Dan Bigger. Yeah. And you don't have James Grayson on the bench. You took the gamble and say, well, George Furbank can cover 10. He's got to then cover ten for almost a whole game, and he's played well at ten a few couple of times this season. But he had a he had a waking nightmare of a game, and he really really did struggle. Nothing really went his way, 
And I, th- I wonder if next week, say Bigger was fit, wouldn't surprise me at all to see James Grayson on the bench. Um, seems to be issues at Bath still. You yeah. can say there's issues, but they are playing against one of the best teams in the Northern Hemisphere in Bristol Bears. Um, Bath start well, but Bristol end up coming back and take them apart, basically. But I suppose the main story about that game uh, was the Carl Sinclair interview after. Mm. Refreshingly honest, I thought. Yep. Um, found you know it seemed tough for him to actually get his words out. Yep. Um, a lot of emotion there. Um, angry as well, and you know I, I know he's, he was talking about a mental health, um, uh, well, not society, but a mental health organisation that's helping him through it. A mentor, didn't he? Yes. He's got a mentor. Yeah. 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 Um, which is great. Um, so nice interview, nice nice interview. You don't often see them when it's pure emotion. It's great, and he was apart from. I mean, firstly, he was outstanding in the game. Um, but my point, go on, sorry. What I want to say to you is, though, do you think he was guaranteed a place in that tour? Because did I think he was um, guaranteed? Like because that's the way he was talking. Now, tag Furlong. I think we'd all agree is probably the start in tight head. Yep. But was he was he guaranteed? I well, obviously wasn't was he a cert? For me, he was one. He was an absolute walk in. No okay. one, no one coming close as second choice behind Tyg Furlong ahead of him. No, I mean, yeah. For me, I would have put. Was that form shown in the Six Nations? Or uh, I think well, he. You know, it's one of those things. That I I think. A couple, couple of things. I think having John Arfoa anywhere is a blessing, socially or in terms of rugby. Um, having him there is a blessing at Bristol, but I wonder if the amount of game time he's got at Bristol versus what he would have got at Quinns may not have helped, but he's in a better team and all that. So I wonder if, oddly, perversely, having John Arfoa there and being so good means he, the game time is a thing. I I think it probably isn't because I'd, I don't think... His, his rugby is outstanding and... Yeah. A just outstanding rugby player, and that w- that is what makes me think this cannot be a rugby decision. It has to be a, a human decision, a personal decision. And I know he got into trouble in um, four years ago. Four years ago, and got into trouble in New Zealand. Um, and uh, maybe it's got something to do with that. And it's not so long ago that he was missing a game in the Six Nations for. Am I right here in saying swearing at a referee? Yeah, didn't he swear at Carl Dixon? Uh, it is, yes. Yes. So he's, you know, so... Some that he knew, though, I think, from yeah, so the days. So I think it has to be a personality thing, as, as brutal as that is. I think it... Because it can't be rugby. It can't be rugby. It can't mm. be, because his rugby is immense. Um, immense. And so I think it, for me... That that stuff we don't quite know about. We don't know what Warren Gatlin's thinking. But for me, in rugby terms, he was an absolute cert. Do you think that Gatlin not having an English coach on his team would be uh, a factor in it? Because Gregor Townsend is in there. Rob McBride is in there. Neil Jenkins is in there. Steve Tandy is in there. And sometimes you've got an argument for and you need an argument against. Yeah. Um, you know, and there's eight Scots in there, um, which is more, I think, than we've seen for a long time. They finished fourth in the Six Nations still. Um, it wasn't as if they finished top, but we got eight in there. Do you think it's an issue that 
because a lot of English coaches turned down the position, um, that there was no one really fighting the corner? I think they're. I think what what these coaches will want more than anything is to win the series. So Gregor Townsend wants the best tight head props to give his fly halves the best ball. So he he wants to win first. But he's going However, to know more about his players yeah, than, than other yeah, players. Yeah, ex- exactly. It. I mean, it, equally, there's what what can Steve Tandy or Gregor Townsend? What can they do in terms of sticking up for Carl Sinclair if Warren Gatland doesn't want to pick him? They, they yes. All they've all they've got is video footage. They don't know the guy as well as an England coach would. So, absolutely, that's a thing. Equally, plenty of Lions tours have had England coaches on there giving the England lads, you know, support they might not, you know, over, you know, sort of underrepresented Scots or whatever on the coaching panel. So it it always there's always that. Yeah, there's always that. Um, for me, in pure rugby terms, that's the biggest. That's the most um, surprising omission is Kyle Sinclair because he is that good interestingly um i mean there's there's all sorts of fury around it and this is a sort of comment that we don't have to make on this podcast because we're not breaking news on it but or anything like that but it don't get emotional on me no no right. emotional right. but it's um in your eyes. i love carl's interview and it's great and then um a headline that the rugby paper put out was highlighted on twitter and quite a lot of people have you know and completely understandably this is this is not me saying anyone's right or wrong. It's just a view of hammered this headline. And I think, I for me, it just feels like a legitimate headline. It feels legitimate to me. And I am, I am ready to be educated on that. I'm not angry that other people think it isn't. I'm not annoyed or peed off or nothing like that. It's just that I think Kyle Sinclair was talking about his non-selection for the Lions. And he said... He had so much anger in him. Yes. And there were Fact. other things they could have taken from that interview. Sinclair incredibly upset. Doesn't Sinclair incredibly papers, emotional. Though, mate. Uh, but I, I just feel like, and I, I know that the bad news sales thing, I think Nick Mullins said the bad news sales thing is, it's just bloody grim. It's just grim and I don't like it. However, I feel like you, can you really hammer a sub editor or whatever, or some, I don't know, whoever it is who's made that headline up. Can you really publicly hammer them for, for what, what is editorially a legitimate it's not something he didn't say yeah it's it's something he said and they put lions in there to contextualize it why is he angry yeah but it's not the first time it's happened it happens every single time you do an interview but i think i sort of think i think it's a great interview i mm. i love the bloke i love the player i think he's bloody great sarah did great i think interviewing him as oh, well she's class yeah yep. she's absolutely class and what people underestimate how hard a job that is when you've got two or three questions to get that much out of somebody is wonderful stuff but yeah I feel But like, he wanted to give it mind. Yeah, I feel like that is I, I don't necess I don't agree with the hammering of this sub editor who's made that headline up. I think it was legitimate because of the interview, what he said in the interview. Okay. Um did you know that Glenn Delaney has left his post as director of rugby at the Scarlets? No, I didn't know that. Yes. So he was appointed as director of rugby three weeks ago, um, when news ar- arose that Dwayne Peel had Turned down the job at right. Cardiff Blues and was moving across as head coach to the Scarlets. Um, Glenn Delaney was then appointed director of rugby. Um, complete mess. I don't know what's going on. Three um, weeks later, he's now left the position. Oh, right. Um, I think... Jeez, he's a good fella, Glenn Delaney. He's a brilliant bloke. Or great fella. Um, he's in charge of defence and that's been a massive issue for him. Um, three games this year, 
teams have put 50 points on them. Yeah. Dragons put 50 points on them a couple of weeks ago. And I know it's the Rainbow Cup and I, I know teams... Well, Quinn's are, conceded 46 yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> happens. Yeah, it does <laughs> happen. It does happen, but it shouldn't happen that much. I don't think. Not 50. Um, but it, still, though. I think it know. might be one of those things where... So it's he's, a great game. He's, inverted commas, promoted to director of rugby... Peely's brought in as head coach, but actually they say, right, Glenn, you're director of rugby, but you're not picking the team and you're not running the pattern. Well, that's I think that's going to be the issue because they're spending a lot of money. Um, and big news that Dwayne Peel's coming back home. Mm-hmm. And if he's coming back home as head coach, you want him to be able to pick the players to implement the style of play that he wants. Well, you want to, unless you're director of rugby, then yes. you don't want him to. <laughs> no, yeah. so it's turned out very messy. Um, all over Welsh rugby, really, with the mm. Blues and Scarlets. You know, Matt Sherratt, who is... Worcester is now coming back to the Blues, right? So, jeepers, yeah, very quite incestuous. If that's yeah, uh, the term all, I can use, yeah, kind of the little ring of names that goes around, around, and around. It's yeah. like, but they're obviously good coaches. If you want, if you want them back, because you know, if someone's poor, you let them go. We've seen plenty of head coaches like that, and and never come back. But so they're they're obviously rated. I hope he's all right, old Glenn. He's, he's yeah, I hope so as well. But defense has been a massive issue for. Scarlets and also like I look at some of the players like Reese Patch hasn't played for a long time because of yeah. head issues. Johnny Williams, um, who's looked so promising, hasn't mm. really featured much at yeah. all. Um John Davis is good at the weekend though, mate. So was he? Was, yeah, and so is Kieran Hardy, Potts King. John Davis yeah. He set up a lovely try, all played right, so twelve. Got gold willing it doesn't happen. Yeah. Um a midfielder, let's not say names because we don't attempt fate, twist their ankle in South Africa. What? Okay, what twelve thirteen? Um, thirteen. Okay. And you've got Ringrose, Slade, John Davis, Manu, Fit. Yeah. Pick one. I know I'm picking. I'd probably go Manu. If you he's played rugby, knew you'd say that. If he's played rugby, because I I think if you had, I th- can play thirteen, can't he? He can. He can play twelve. Um, as well. I think with Manu at thirteen. And he's fit. He's got a bit more space. You can, he can use his strength to bounce off players that are trying to take him on the drift. He can step inside. He can hold players up at twelve. He just sometimes has to carry into heavy traffic where you're not going to get the best of him. I always think him at thirteen because he's quick enough, mm. just looks dangerous. And I think if you play like Henshaw at twelve or Farrell at twelve, I think that's a, a great combination. I just think out of all of the players on his day, sometimes Manu was just. Unplayable. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay, boy. That's what I'm, I'm okay saying. with that. No, I'm okay with that, fella. <coughs> right. So, what other games do you want to talk about? The, ba- um, the Bath game, the Bath Bristol uh, game was interesting actually because Bath kind of flew out to a lead, and it's it felt like a bit of a false lead. Oddly, even at twelve fifteen nil, whatever it was, it never quite felt like Bristol weren't going to have you know create a storm of their own at some point, but. Like Anthony Watson's try was nicely finished but gifted. Reese Priestens interception, that's not a gift. That's a good defensive read. Getting in between yeah. you know, getting in between decoy runners and potential carriers and all that and the and the passer. Every time you say decoy, I just think of people that just do nothing. You see people that just do nothing? Yeah, I can't think of what decoy thing. Decoy, is. he's a DJ, isn't he? Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> he's the only one that drives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is a great show. Yeah. Yeah. A great show. But that, Sorry, mate. but uh, no, you're right. Uh but Bristol end up ripping into that and scoring 40 points. Weirdly, I, I didn't feel like Bath got smashed to bits. It was just what they had last season, Bath, that seemed to get them to the semi-final, the Prem, where they lost to Chiefs, was they had so much forward power that they kind of lived off the back of it. And then 
you wanted that you wanted that to come back, but it's like then they started really a few weeks ago. They started really attacking and throwing the ball around a couple of months ago in the Premier. Like this is awesome, but you can't do that without the forward pack dominating. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just lateral and it's not really the defence is never on its heels. And at the moment, they don't quite seem to have the attack nailed or the forward pack nailed. So they last week it was their line out that fell apart against Montpellier. This week it was their scrum that got battered by Carl Sinclair and his mates. And it's That's tough, you know, if you're if you're in the back line behind a scrum that's struggling like that. It's tough, but then when Priestland comes on and that crossfield kick for Watson, Watson did brilliantly in the air. He just looked class, mm. but that is a quality kick, that. Very nice. I didn't see the game at the weekend, the Bath game, but I've seen enough of them this year. They're so up and down, mate. It's yeah. like, some you're, you're right in what you're saying. Sometimes there's really strong forward performances. And you think, wow, this pack is absolutely dominating. And then other times, it's just not there. Yeah. Methinks um, there'll be some changes... Well, the idea is, I think that Cipriani comes along and just makes the place explode. And yeah, but what is Cipriani? Thirty-three, thirty-four. Yeah, but he's a genius, mate. Yeah, recently married and a pair of trainers. Good on him. The boss. Um, right, let's get into some questions because right, well, yeah. I said on Twitter that we would well done, mate. name chat people. So Rich wants to know: Is Mark Atkinson the best uncapped centre in the Prem? His games come on so much, mate. Like yeah. you look at him four or five years ago, he was good at trucking it up. He'd get his hands to the tackle, he'd offload. But now, you know, you're running moves off him. He's pulling the ball back. He's creating space. He's setting up tries. Love watching him play. Big lump. Yeah, he's a quadruple threat. Does, does everything, doesn't he? Like him. Yeah, Rob yeah. Sherrington. Do you think the selections in the centre suggest foul at twelve is nailed on to start? Not sure. Really not sure. No, I think Robbie Henshaw's nailed on to start. I think Chris Harris will be 13 at the moment. I think Robbie Henshaw and I think uh, Dan Bigger. My only issue there is that you're limited in creativity. There's there's only one ball player, Dan Bigger. You know, I think I think if that's the case, then Stuart Hawk has to play 15. But you're playing the box. How much creativity do you need? Well, you're well, you, mutes, don't you? No, I think I think you, you can play around them, do you? I think so. Mm. Well, that well, the selections would suggest that, especially in the back row. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I think you've got to play against them. Um, like they it. wouldn't have played too much rugby either. Back three is going to be interesting, boy. Yeah. Um, you think about how much faster clerk box kicks. You need wingers who are really good in the Howell, end, don't you? Um, Howell Davis. Will he be able to get the ball to the wing for Lewis Zamet to show his flair for the Lions? I hope so. Um, I, again, that's why I think Farrell's so important. I think Farrell at 12 mm, okay. could be could be the right move. Um, okay. And that way you can get the ball to your wingers in space because you've got a competent creator at 10 and 12. Mm. It means you can play a little bit wide, but also... There's so much um, kick chase now, isn't there? There's so much counter-attack. Yeah. Um, Tom Partridge, he's always a big fan of this. Um, who's of the pod? Who's your favourite Darren in sport? Anderton. Goff. Bent. Um, Crompton, DC. Yes. Yeah. He wants, Darren Crompton wants on a flight. Oh, he's given us options. Anderton, Clark or... Crompton. Oh yes, oh, well done. Yeah. On a on a flight once with Darren Crompton, DC. This is yeah. Play the blues for a bit. Inappropriate. Yeah, he got a bottle of like mineral water and he put it in his tracksuit down in front of his tracksuit, uh, yeah. so it looked like. Yeah. And he did that, and he made it look like it was his willy. Been there, done that. I'm not gonna got the t-shirt. The of it. Yeah. 
Um, an Englishman in... An Englishman in Cadiz. Cadiz. Never heard of it. Uh, can Quinns win the Premiership after yesterday's performance? Oh, my days. No, and it's not my words. The words of Danny Kerr. Can you win the title like that? He said, absolutely no way, mate. You've got to defend. Richard Wright. We have discussed the Rugby Papers headline regarding Carl Sinclair, so thank you for that. Let's have, what, what does he say about it? Um, um, disguising journalism. He means disgusting, doesn't he? Yeah. It's funny because I here, here's the thing. that I was at the Stoop yesterday, as I said, and I was sitting with a production team in the little place where we watched the game and our producer who is brilliant and very very bright and that said um i said oh it's interesting this dirt is actually what interesting um this point about the headline i'm not sure about that and actually i, I wonder if that headline is so awful i think it's legitimate I, I wonder if it isn't legitimate and i said yeah i think that's interesting she said, yeah I, she goes what are you talking about i said oh the headline yes yeah, something along the lines of yeah it's disgusting isn't it i said why is it disgusting well Talks about his like, yeah, but he, yeah, but he never said that in the interview. Yeah, he did. This is exactly yeah. what he said. Have you seen the interview? No. Have you read the article? No. But they said he's angry about the line. No, but he said he was angry about not getting picked. He said he had some. All oh, right. So it's a weird thing. So she's really bright, really well informed, really well informed when it comes to rugby, like as mm. easily as well informed as we are, boy. Yeah. And still, it reminded me of that thing on Twitter now, where you go to retweet an article and it says, "Do you want to read it first if you haven't read it?" And it's like just what people people love to be outraged so people like who have objected to that headline absolutely fine like i'm not saying i'm right or they're wrong at all it's just actually if you're going to join in the outrage why don't you just research it a bit some people will have but there are lots of people who just pile in like that why is it a disgusting headline why is it disgusting he said he was angry about it i i just don't agree that's all i'm gonna cheer you up now yep david buckingham um buckers Komodo Joe, Big Green Egg, or Weber Kettle with a slow and sear attachment? It's Komodo Joe. A Komodo, as far as I'm aware, is a negligee. Um, is it something you wear in Japan? Yeah, something like that, isn't it? Um, Komodo Joe. All right. I mean... Squeeze me. Komodo Joe, I've, I've, but I've, I love him. I'm addicted to him, so I would say that. I've had one for years. I love him. Don't go anywhere without him. Okay. Um, James SQ2006. There is not a player in the British and Irish Isles who's performed better against New Zealand and SA in recent years than Sam Underhill. He will be staying at home. Discuss. Um, hasn't... It, World Cup immense. I mean, the World Cup final wasn't great. World Cup immense. He's an immense man-stopper. He's one of the best tacklers in the world, full stop, um, which is handy against players, teams like South Africa. But... He hasn't been in amazing form. When he's been fit, his form's been fine. Is he injured right now? He's fit, but he's not. Okay. He's not playing every game. He doesn't. And Miles Reed and Josh Bayliss, the young guys at Bath, they are playing probably. I oh, could, could get my facts wrong here. They're playing more rugby than him. And if Sam Underhill starts, he only plays 45, 55 minutes and gets subbed off for the young fellas. So he's not quite on top at the moment, is my guess. Rory Edmonds, what shall I have for dinner? I tell you what, Rory, you should have some red meat. Have some lamb chops or grilled on the barbie, right? Get a bit of mashed potato, make a gravy, put some mint sauce in the gravy and some onions, and then have some veg, some carrots, peas, broccoli on the side. Tip the gravy all over it. Cover it in salt. Um, and just eat it with your hands. That herb stuffed chicken you're getting. Yep. I bought the other week. Mate. Rich. So good. Did you have a nice weekend end in Cheltenham? Yeah. Okay, well done. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, theme night wasn't it um, Ryan Clark 
Will Cipriani have a positive impact for Bath? Yeah. I mean, why not? I mean, if the if the four-pack give him good ball, which they can when they're on it and everyone's fit and not suspended, they... Why not? He's... He's the he's one of the best ball playing. How's he going to fit in culture wise? Because you hear a lot of rumours about he just takes over. Is that exactly what Bath needs? Someone to come in and give him a blueprint of how they should attack? Because he's been in the game a long time, and every team he's he's been at, their attack does look sharp. Not always, but you actually see a theme behind what they're trying to do. Um, or do you think it's going to be quite difficult to manage him? I think he uh, has been given a one-year contract for a reason. I think short-term fix. Short-term fix uh, help develop Orlando Bailey. Uh, try and create wins. Try and create penetrative attack mm. from somewhere. And if he goes really well, wouldn't surprise me at all to see his contract extended. But I think uh, that the idea is that you don't let him get too comfortable um, because the, his mo. This is what Lawrence Delalio said. In the in the times when Cipriani left um, Gloucester, his mo is arrive, light the place up for a season, and then it kind of all falls apart, and he seems to fall out with people. And yeah, you know whether that, whether he thinks yes that is right, that is what I do, or whether he thinks it's everyone else's fault and everyone else is talking balls or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, but that does seem to be the way it's gone roughly. So I think Stuart Hooper has said one year, genius fly half, um, let's have a go and. A bold decision. I'm like that on a stag. <laughs> like got all out first day and a little bit quieter. Yeah. Then. Like on the pole. Next night you smoke but you're smoke bombing at midnight. I'm in Linekers, like on a pole. And next minute there <laughs> just sat down in the corner. <laughs> Sleep like George Shoot. Uh, Merry old Tom. Um the Sam Simmons selection for the Lions make him more or less likely to get England caps under under Eddie Jones. More if he Definitely. goes out and plays brilliantly. Ben Smart, out of Umanga Smith, Simmons and Cipriani, who should go with England on tour this summer. Smith. Yep. Is it still a P38 if it has Coil Springs? That's Lewis Willing. Uh, What's a P38? Range Rover. Um, right. On Coil Springs. I know what P45 is. I've had enough. <laughs> Been there. Um, last one then, last one. Uh, well, we've got loads, mate. What's your starting lines back three for the first test? Adam Bennett. Oh, boy. Yeah. Boy. Uh, boy, Williams, boy, Watson, boy. Hogg. No, God, Adams. Oh, God, Aerially, aerials, everything. Mm. What about? I'm, I'm going Hog at fifteen. Hog Williams Watson. No Zamet. No Zamet. No Adams. But uh, Josh Adams could be in there easily. I'm going Hog, Watson, Zamet. All right. I just William Williams in the air, boy. Those box kicks. Oof. Yeah, but you got to score tries, mate. All right, all right. Um, okay. You pick who you want, mate. Here we last go. Last one then, last okay. one then. Um, last one then. All right. Oh, no, I can't have that one. It's too rude. It's, would you rather have nipple-sized penis or penis-sized nipple? <laughs> Very good. Um, Very good. I mean, go on, just, if you just fill, will I find one? Um, who's Phil? Okay. Um, Here we go. It's coming up. By the way, it's um, restart round. Was this round of the Premiership? Um, restart rugby. Have a little Google of it. It's uh, a charity that helps rugby types with their mental health. And all the players are wearing red t-shirts, restart t-shirts yeah. this weekend. Just do have a look because they do some really good stuff. Lanky horse, low horse. Most 
unlucky player not to make the Lions. Done that. Ryan, Sinclair, Sexton or May? Sinclair. Okay. James Ryan's close. Oof. Yeah. Oh, right. There we are, mate. All right. Hey. That was it. Well done today, boy. That was it. Yeah. Bit of a nausey podcast. But you're a nause. Can't always be funny, can they? Can't always be good, can they? <laughs> no. They can't always. Sometimes you need a three out of ten, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, rough and smooth. Uh, look, good luck to you, fella, okay? Um, if you want to see the rainbow, you've got to put up with the rain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well done, mate. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the pod. I thought it was nice. Um, that guy, is a guy circling around the car park in his red car. Mm. He circled around a couple of times. And the way he's driving is really annoying me because he circling around, couldn't pick his spot. When he finally picked it, he went diagonally across two spots. And I thought, you knob. And then he walked in and he turned around and thought, have I parked well enough? He saw his car and he saw where it was and just kept walking. Sorry, mate. No excuse. Not having you. We're not mates. All right. Good way to end, mate. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.